The podcast of this local government meeting is brought to you by Michigan Radio. For more coverage of local government meetings and to find out how you can support this service, go to michiganradio.org. I am fine. I don't know about everybody else. Now, um, I just wanted to make a quick announcement. Um, I do have a speaking engagement uh, to attend this afternoon. Uh, so unfortunately, I'm only going to be here very briefly. Uh, but then our vice chairman, uh, Mr. Larry Keeler, will be able to take it away. Okay. So, all right. We are good. All right, we're good. Okay. So um, first, I'd like to first of all, welcome everyone. I'd like to call this meeting to order. And then of course, uh, again, welcome everyone uh, to today's meeting. Um, what I'd like to do first, uh, now that we've done uh, the call to order, uh, is I'd like to do the roll call. So if you can just listen uh, for the wonderful voice of Denise 
uh, and she'll be able to call uh, your name. If you could then re reply uh, with your name uh, <coughs> and then where you're Zooming in from today, uh, that would be great. Thank you. This meeting will be broadcast live on CTN Cable 16, ATT Channel 99, online at a2gov.org slash watch CTN. To speak at public comment, call toll-free, toll-free rather, 877-853-5247 or 888-788-0099. Enter meeting ID 919-6873-1455. Commissioner Solomon? Matthew Solomon, Commissioner. Um, Ann Arbor, Washtenaw County, Michigan, USA, present. Commissioner Pipkin is absent today. Commissioner Button, absent. Council Member Ghazi Edwin. Present from Ann Arbor, Michigan. Thank you. Chair Damon. Yes, good afternoon, everyone. Um, Chairman Zach Damon, uh, coming from you uh, in Ann Arbor, Washtenaw County. Commissioner Hawkins, not present. Commissioner Poster, not present. Commissioner Gossage. Alex Gossage, Commissioner, uh, calling in from Ann Arbor, Michigan. Commissioner Mosak. Uh, Commissioner Kathleen Mosak calling in from Ann Arbor, Michigan. Vice Chair Wheeler, dealer, Keeler rather, I'm sorry. Yes, Keeler. Um, Commissioner, Commissioner Keeler and Vice Chair calling from my, as of now, creaky recliner in Ann Arbor. You have a quorum, Zach. Wonderful, thank you very much, Denise. Um, and welcome everyone again. Um, next, I'd like to move on to the approval uh, of the agenda. So all of you should have received an electronic copy of the agenda. I believe the agenda is also posted online as well uh, on the city website, but um, I'd like to give us a second uh, to review that if you have not received it or reviewed it. And then uh, I would like to know, uh, is there a motion uh, to approve or are there any uh, edits uh, to the agenda today. Uh, Commissioner Solomon, you had your hand up. I'm just not sure I received it. Would that have been a message from Denise? Yes. I looked back through a, my emails. I didn't. It's attached to the invitation, the Outlook um, calendar invitation invite. Uh, I see it now. Thank you very much. But if there is not any immediate uh, edits of the agenda or corrections. Um, is there a motion to approve today's agenda? I'll make a motion to approve. This is Kathleen. Thank you, Kathleen. I'll second. Is there, okay, Larry seconds. Um, all in favor of approving uh, today's meeting agenda, uh, please unmute and uh, say aye. 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 Okay. Wonderful. Thank you, everyone, uh, for your cooperation on that. 
Okay. Next, we have the approval of the meeting minutes uh, from last month um, in December. And of course, conveniently uh, in the agenda, there is a link uh, to those meeting minutes. Um, so just wanna know if there are any corrections to that at this time. If there is not, um, I would like to make a motion uh, to approve uh, the meeting minutes from December. I'll move to approve December's meeting minutes. Thank you, Larry. I'll second that. Uh, all in favor of approving uh, December's meeting minutes from the Commission on Disability Issues, <laughs> please say aye and unmute if you can. Aye. Aye. Aye, thank you. All right. Moving on, uh, we have the public comment section. And under public comments, um, looks like uh, we do have, uh, do we have anyone for public comment today, Denise? Yes, we do. All Please right. Please unmute yourself so you can comment. Caller. Hello. Hello. Good afternoon. Ms. Radcliffe, can you hear us? I'm turning my camera off uh, for all the viewers for uh, okay, connectivity. Can you, uh, yes, can you, can you, we can, can you hear, hear, you? hear me now? Yes. Yes. Okay, I had pressed unmute and then it uh, muted me again. So I don't know what happened. Um, I had spoken with uh, Larry after the your December meeting because um, so I was interested in joining the commission, and he suggested that I call in for today's meeting. Welcome. Yes, welcome to Thank you. CODI meeting this afternoon. Yes, welcome, Ms. Radcliffe. Um, I wanted to know from you if you had any um, uh, you know, interest in joining the commission, kind of, uh, if you can just explain to us, uh, kind of, you know, where you are in the community. Uh, and then, uh, of course, uh, what has maybe prompted you uh, to want to become involved with the commission, if you can just give us a brief explanation. Um, well, I'm in Ann Arbor. I was born and raised here, left for college, and moved back briefly, continued, left, came back. Um, and when I came back during, I moved back during the pandemic and have just, I've been watching the commission meetings. Um, I myself have a disability and uh, so, do, so does my father. Um, and I wanted to get more, I guess it's get more involved um, with 
how the city government is is helping people with disabilities. And it seemed like this was a really good way to do so. Um, I know that the commission discusses certain uh, certain issues and um, has a certain and that's kind of the point of the the commission. Um, I know that you guys also attend uh, some of the other uh, commission meetings as well. And I have I have a, an interest in that, um, especially as someone who has used, say, the transportation. I have an interest in housing, especially in terms of ex housing accessibility. Um, when it comes to someone with a disability, being able to acquire affordable housing within the city. Um, sorry, I'm kind of nervous. <laughs> no, no, that's okay. And um, I, first of all, thank you um, for being so open uh, and voicing uh, sort of your passion uh, for getting involved uh, with Kodai. So I did receive your information and I just wanted to let you know that um, myself uh, and our, our recruitment person uh, will be in touch with you. And um, again, we're very grateful for your interest, uh, Rosanita. And uh, hopefully you can, if you'd like, you know, continue to stick around for the meeting today uh, to kind of observe, you know, as we go through and uh, hopefully we will definitely be in touch. Okay, I'll, I'll definitely stick around for the meeting. Like I said, I've been watching all of the meetings since I moved back during um, the, during 2020. And I, I do, I was it, I'm very interested in what you guys do for, for the uh, community here for people with disabilities. Welcome again. Nice to meet you Thank in this you. fashion. Thank yes, you. Thank and you very much. Do I, just press star, do I just press star six again? Yes, you can. Yeah. Okay. You're mute too. Yeah. <laughs> thank All you right, so thank much. You. Yeah, thank you so much, Ms. Radcliffe. We do appreciate you joining us today. Um, with that, before we start uh, the rest of our presentations today, folks, uh, I do have to jump off. Um, so I just want to thank all of you uh, for your time today and thank the community and the city of Ann Arbor. Uh, I will turn it over now to our vice chairman, Mr. Larry Keeler. And folks, uh, if there is anything, uh, whether the community has something that they uh, need, or if any of you need something, please don't hesitate to reach out to me. Uh, thank you very much, folks. Uh, stay warm out there, and we'll see you soon. Thank you. Vice Chair Keeler. Um, Commissioner Hawkins, oh, and Foster are here. Okay, well, he caught he caught me really quick, but I think our next presentation will be um, Katie Munkowitz for the Ann Arbor Public Library in the uh, NLS uh, chapter of the library. Yep, that's me. I'm here. Hi, everybody. Good to, Good afternoon. Good to be here. see you all. Good afternoon. I just have a couple of events coming up that I want to tell you about. Um, we have a sustainability forum called Circling Back. 
the past, present, and potential of Ann Arbor's circular economy. This will be taking place on Wednesday, January 25th at 6 p.m. at the Downtown Library. We'll be getting to know Ann Arbor's circular economy, how we can support it, and why optimizing the use of materials, products, and services is so vital to reach our sustainability goals. This event will also discuss how A20 plan supports Ann Arbor's circular economy, what has been revealed about the functioning of our circular economy through interviews and events, and the potential for the city's recent millage to support this work. Discussions will highlight how the A2R3 program, a circular economy map, curbside composting, and strategic planning play a role in increasing the lifetime of our valuable resources. We also have a retro gaming night coming up. This is going to be on Friday, January 27th at 530 at the Downtown Library. We're inviting folks to come to the Downtown Library and duke it out in some of Nintendo's biggest retro hits like Mario Kart Double Dash, Super Smash Bros. Melee, and other GameCube classics. First-time <laughs> players and seasoned veterans alike are welcome to compete. And finally, we have the Washtenaw Reads book discussion. The Washtenaw Read is Such a Fun Age by Kylie Reed. This discussion will be on Wednesday, February 1st at 6 p.m. on AADL TV. So you can view this online and you can watch the ADL staff discuss the 2023 Washtenaw Read, Such a Fun Age by Kylie Reed. So I'm going to talk about some materials, but just as a reminder, all Washtenaw Library for the Blind and Print Disabled Patrons. Oh, hey, I see a hand. Matthew, do you want to ask me a question before I move on? Sorry. I do have a question, but I think yeah. Kathleen might have had one as well. Yes, she so had her hand up first. Let's Commissioner Mosat. Commissioner Mosat. Mine actually wasn't a question. Someone is unmuted and I can hear their television and I'm finding it very distracting. Oh. Um, hi, Katie. Nice to see you. Um, my question was was about the video game night and whether yeah. or not the library has adaptive controllers. Just a curiosity. That's a really good question. Um, I know that we do. We have had adaptive um, video game equipment in the past. I know it's being updated, so I'm not sure if we've got it back yet for this particular event, but it's something that I will keep you updated on, and I'll check into that. Thanks for checking. Just a thanks. curiosity. Yeah, thanks for asking. I appreciate the question. Okay, so... Um, just a reminder that Washtenaw Library for the Blind and Print Disabled patrons can order materials by calling us 734-327-4224, um, or you can email wlbpd at aadl.org. Um, folks can sign up for the Braille and Audio Reading Service to download your, to download your own books. You can visit nlsbar.loc.gov or call us. We can assist with the application, but don't call us today because it's down for like a day and a half, we think. So just a heads up on, on that BARD system is not operating at the moment. 
Um, there are some books I'd like to highlight that you can find on Bard once it is recovered. Uh, it's just down for maintenance, so it'll be back in a minute. But uh, the the big one is Such a Fun Age by Kylie Reed. So this is the Washtenaw Reed 2023 selection. It's a striking and surprising debut novel from an exhilarating new voice. Such a Fun Age is a page-turning and big-hearted story about race and privilege set around a young Black babysitter, her well-intentioned employer, and a surprising connection that threatens to undo them both. With empathy and piercing social commentary, it explores the stickiness of transactional relationships, what it means to make someone family, and the complicated reality of being a grown-up. It's a searing debut for our times. And we have The Geek's Cookbook, easy recipes inspired by Pokemon, Harry Potter, Star Wars, and more by Ligori Lecomte. Binge watching your favorite season of Dexter, Breaking Bad, or The Walking Dead? Planning a Pokemon Go gaming party or a Harry Potter viewing party? Need sustenance to fuel your attempt to achieve the impossible and watch all six Star Wars movies in a row? Enter the Geek Cookbook, your guide to cooking all sorts of treats and goodies to nourish your inner or outer geek. Sending your taste buds to another world with over 30 recipes from your favorite series, TV shows, and video games. Matthew. Sorry, Katie. Could you repeat that first book? Not not the video game, not the cookbook, but the one before it, the searing debut was called. It's called Such a Fun Age. And it's by Kylie Reed. The last name is R-E-I-D. <laughs> and then the last book that I'm going to talk about today is one that is very popular right now. It's called Demon Copperhead by Barbara Kingsolver. Demon Copperhead is set in the mountains of Southern Appalachia. It's the story of a boy born to a teenage single mother in a single wide trailer with no assets beyond his dead father's good looks and copper colored hair, a caustic wit, and a fierce talent for survival. In a plot that never pauses for breath, relayed in his own sparing, unsparing voice, he braves the modern perils of foster care, child labor, derelict schools, athletic success, addiction, disastrous loves, and crushing losses. Through all of it, he reckons with his own invisibility in a popular culture where even superheroes have abandoned rural people in favor of cities. Many generations ago, Charles Dickens wrote David Copperfield from his experience as a survivor of institutional poverty and its damages to children in his society. Those problems have yet to be solved in ours. Dickens is not a prerequisite for readers of this novel, but he provided its inspiration. Okay, that is everything that I have for you all today. I am going to send an email about the adaptive gaming cards and see if I can get an answer on that. And I'll email you all because it's an excellent question. Uh, does anybody have anything else for me today? Okay. Y'all have a wonderful day. We'll see you later. Right. And I apologize for the occasional squeaking or slight talking you might hear because I have the uh, 
agenda on my computer. And um, when I scroll down, it will talk to me. I did turn it down, but if you guys happen to hear it, I apologize in advance. Um, so Can next on the list is, yeah. I wanted you to um, acknowledge that um, Rachel Hawkins and Debbie Poster are with, has joined our meeting. And if they can mention where they are meeting from. Oh, okay, sure. So, um, well, let's call on De Ms. Debbie, uh, Commissioner Poster first, and where are you calling in from? Ann Arbor, Michigan. Okay, and Ms. Rachel Hawkins, Commissioner, where are you calling in from? Ann Arbor, Michigan. Thank you. Okay, okay. Um, and now next on the list is Center for Independent Living. And Ms. Joyce Blair will report on that for us. Good evening and Happy New Year, Commissioners. Happy the, New Year. Uh, the following events are going to be on programming for um, this quarter at the Center for Independent Living. Um, play a part in crafting the CIL's new theater program. Join us at one of our dialogue sessions throughout March to learn how theater at the CIL will work. Um, our group used to be called Diversibility Theater. It's now going to be um, just a theater program. And we'd like you to engage in conversation that will create the program's mission and, and vision and build a stage where everyone has a spotlight. The new theater program is uh, tentatively scheduled to begin in late April, early May, after the dialogue sessions are complete. Ages 14 plus and all abilities are welcome. So dialogue sessions will take place in March. For more information for all the events that I'm going to announce, you can see our website at annarborcil.org. Um, and for more information, you can contact Robin Bennett at 971-0277, extension 380. Um, next, we will finally be tasting our foreign Oreo flavors during our next meeting on January 20th. Sign up today. Registration is limited. That's for the Oreo Club. Oreo Club will meet the third Friday of the month from 3 o'clock to 4 o'clock p.m. The registration is online. And for more information, you may contact Claire Moore at aacmore at aacil.org. And next we have Spirit Inclusive Fitness Club. Are you looking to stay active at home and connect with others? Our fitness club on Zoom welcomes all abilities with three different adaptations of exercises all on one screen. Participants are welcome to do the workout as presented or modify it as they are comfortable. Spirit Club meets on Mondays and Wednesdays from four o'clock to five o'clock p.m. via Zoom. And for more information, please reach Mark Himes by email at mhymes at aacil.org. Next, we have Trivia Tuesdays. Do you, have, uh, do you just have to know or do you already have the answers? Find out by joining us online for Tuesday Trivia. Introducing 2023 Games. Our club will be adding to the laughter and learning by adding new activities to our time together. There will be new themes every week starting, this started on January the 10th. 
And be sure to follow our Facebook and Instagram at Ann Arbor CIL after the new year for what's in store. Join us as a team or play on your own. Take score or just play for fun. The choice is yours. You will always get to decide what kind of questions and games we will explore. This takes Trivia Tuesdays takes place, of course, on Tuesday evenings from 4 o'clock to 5 o'clock p.m. For more information, please contact Robin Bennett at R-B-E-N-N-E-T-T at aacil.org. Next, we have Movie Club. All ages and abilities. Winter session uh, runs from January 5th through March 30th. And there is uh, no meeting on Thursday, February 16th. Weekly, this group meets weekly on Thursdays from 4 o'clock to 5 o'clock p.m. via Zoom. And some of the movies that are coming up are Men in Black 2, RV, Senior Year, and Leap Year. For more information, contact Anna by email at Anna at aacil.org, A-N-N-A. There is our in, in-person art classes are resuming. Um, they are every other week, and they will focus on marketing and selling your work interspersed with media-based techniques. These classes happen weekly on Mondays at 1.30 to 3 o'clock p.m., and there's a whole schedule listed on our website. There is also a virtual art class on Thursdays from 1.30 to 3 o'clock p.m., which people can join via Zoom. Um, I'd like you to keep in mind that the CIL is part of the American Dream Employment Network, and um, we can help people that are disabled find employment. Um, and so the only other thing that I wanted to announce is that we have a loan closet available. Um, the CIL uh, provides individuals with disability-related equipment at no cost. Equipment is um, equipment availability. The color, brand, or style may vary um, because they're mostly things that are donated. Our loan closet's inventory is dependent upon new or gently used donations. Equipment that is available includes wheelchairs, reachers, grabbers, shower chairs, uh, tub transfer chairs, walkers, canes, rollators, walkers, and more. Um, and that concludes the announcements. Anyone have any questions? No, just thanks for that very comprehensive. It was just very informative. Thank you so much. You're very welcome. And again, the, the, our main number is 734-971-0277. Thank you. Thanks. My hand is up, I do believe. Okay. And um, my question is for that last bit for the uh, equipment, uh, how does one donate equipment? Um, call then. that number. Please call that number that was just given. And okay, uh, okay. there will be a person that will take the information and put you in touch with, with the independent living specialist. Okay, thanks, because I may have some things that could be donated. Thank you. Um, generally, the CIL does not take um, large items like 
um, say a, a ramp or something like that. We don't have the storage space uh, to store big items, but it's sort of a case-by-case -case basis. If someone has, uh, say for instance, a hospital bed, there is a program called Nursing Facility Transitions, and they may be able to use that uh, hospital bed. So it's always best just to call the center and let the person that coordinates that program um, explain and talk to you. Her name is Christina Johnson, and she can be reached okay. via email at kjohnson at aacil.org, or you can ask for her at the main number. Any other questions? Okay, well, thank you. You're welcome. Have a good evening. Thank you. Next on the agenda is Partners in Access, and uh, Commissioner Gossage will give that report, correct? Sure. Uh, good afternoon, everybody. This is Alex. Uh, met, the, uh, met a, couple, a week ago, uh, kind of covered some of the same topics that we have been discussing recently so far as uh, the, the city's hiring for uh, a, a kind of a disability-related position. Uh, also talked a little bit about uh, our upcoming uh, meeting with uh, Mix Orta next month. I was getting the dates wrong. I thought it was this month for some reason, uh, but we'll be meeting with them next month and talking some more about just, I think, a whole variety of the, the various topics that um, have been coming up recently. Uh, Councilwoman, I didn't know if you wanted to talk about some of your pieces at this part or if you wanted to go down to the old business and talk about it there. I think either one would be fine, especially given you, that you were at our meeting this last week. Yeah, you know, I can add just a few pieces here. Um, so, you know, in relation to Laura, so Laura has been continuing to work on the accessibility coordinator uh, job posting today. She met with HR to get finalization around salary. Um, like uh, Commissioner Gossage just just said, she'll be coming to. I believe it's our February 9th meeting. Is that correct? Oh, the date. The date. February 15th. February 15th. No, yeah, February. 9th. February 8th. You're correct. Second. Oh, it is. It's February 8th. Okay. And I think, you know, we all agree that at that meeting, just talking to her about, we are aware this position is coming, but in the meantime, we really, we need to be at the table and we need to be integrated into policy decisions and processes and everything going on. And I think that crosswalks that happened at Arborview is a good example of that. Um, I don't know if many of you have heard about it, but it was not created um, in best practices, utilizing best practices around accessibility. And if anything, it's an obstacle to people with disabilities. So the city now has to pay to redo it. So that's like kind of a case in point, right? Why we should be more at the table and consulted in some of these initiatives. Um, I don't know how much more I have to share besides that yeah, we're going to continue meeting. I'm going to continue meeting with her and I'll continue kind of just relaying um, any updates to all of you. And if you all have questions or you're thinking about, you know, maybe this should be in the position, please email me and I'll help to relay. Council, uh, our next meeting is the 15th and the Partners in Access is the 8th. Okay. Okay, thank you. Right. I'm going to correct that. Yes. Yeah. 
Okay, great. Commissioner Hawkins, was there anything with Ann Arbor inclusive? Um, so the latest update I have is they they are currently um, working on a new show for February. They're still solidifying who the guest will be, um, but more information will be coming on that um, once it's available. Right, is that it for uh, Partners with Access? Yes, that, that, that was the only update I had. I, th I think so, Larry. I think the only other thing I might mention is is that um, uh, you know, the city has been looking for volunteers as well as folks who uh, may possibly need assistance with snow shoveling this uh, this winter. Uh, luckily, we, we've all been pretty lucky so far, but uh, not sure what the next couple months will hold. And uh, I talked with the council member about some of the language used in in the uh, the postings for that, and that's all been updated. Uh, I think just to be a bit more um, mindful uh, of people with disabilities and how we're thinking about all of the various things that uh, go into our daily lives. Yeah, we can I work on that a little bit more on the eighth too. So I can present it next month and and um, format that everybody you know, so we can make everybody under understand a little better. Sure. Sure. Yeah, sure. I can also give a little bit of, of more background. So um, Commissioner Gossage called me up, uh, Gossage, I'm sorry, called me about the eligibility criteria being a little bit restrictive in the A2 snow match program. And it has been something that also struck me. I didn't realize how restrictive it was. So um, Commissioner Gossage basically said, how are they verifying income? And let's make sure this is inclusive. How are they verifying disability? So I called the city um, manager, Mr. John Fournier. I'm sorry about that. And I um, basically, you know, I started reviewing it more and I saw that eligibility criteria to receive assistance specifically said you have to be 55 years or older or have a physical disability. So that was a red flag. Um, and I talked to them about it and I was like, we don't want to function as a city with any hierarchy of disability, right? Like only people with physical disabilities qualify for assistance and not others. And we also don't want to give people the impression that they have to prove their disability in some sort of way. So they changed the language to it's eligible for any person who self-identifies as having any sort of disability. Sorry about that. Um, and then when I did talk to them about eligibility, or I'm sorry, about income criteria, they said that we do not verify income. So that was also reassuring to know. And all the language has been updated on all promotional materials. So just kind of re restating Larry's question, will that be presented to us at a future meeting? Can we review it online? What, what's the plan with that? I'll let uh, Commissioner Gossage take that one. I'm sure it's fine to review it. This is Alex. I, I'd be happy to bring something back to the commission um, next month if, if the group would like. Uh, in addition, uh, as, as was said, I think all of the information has been updated online, but I can send that link out to everybody to review in the meantime, uh, if you would like as well. And I also have the link available that I can just send out right now to all of you. And I'll attach the memo that had the previous language. 
appreciate that. I just want to be better informed about where that's at, where it was. So thank yeah, you for your so work, both of you. And that's all I've got right today. If there's nothing else, we move to my report, uh, the uh, recruiting activity. And uh, as you see, we uh, I, I contacted and, and spoke with uh, Ms. Radcliffe, and I find her a, a good candidate for um, sending on to the mayor's office to, try to get approved. Um, the question is, there, um, do we have, first of all, do we have a quorum? Yes. I think we do, right? Yes, we do. And second of all, second of all, is it under new business, maybe um, we vote to, we, we have a vote to send her application on to the mayor's office? If, if, we, if we do it that way, should we, should we do it that way or? We can ask that amend the agenda. Include yeah, that. that would be, I would put that under new business, but I was thinking, you know, since she's been waiting for a little bit, and if the commission approves of, of her, we could send her out of the mayor's office as soon as possible for the approval there at city council. And um, also, I have another person who may very well be interested. I sent him some information and he may be a good candidate and I'll try to get him into into the same situation with the public comment as soon as he fills out his forms, but I think he'd also be a great candidate for the commission. So yes, I'm I'm moving along and doing a few things. Commissioner Mozak has her hand up. Yes, Commissioner Mozak. Hi, uh, Commissioner Keeler. I just wanted to clarify because the, at the top of the meeting, when our potential candidate was speaking with us, um, our chair, Zach Damon, had mentioned that you and he would be talking with her further. And I just want to make sure that if we take a vote to send this on, that we're not stepping on the chair's toes. I was, I'll have, I'll have to talk with him. I was unaware that he wanted to have a future meeting with her. Um, that was the first time I'd heard of it. And I had dis we had discussed putting the vote on the agenda, or we had, we had discussed talking about it and, and possibly voting on it this, but I could, I can get back to him as soon as I can. I'll see him before. I'll see him soon enough. So I, if, if we want to hold that, I'll confer with him and make sure. Or maybe we vote and then contact with Zach, see if it's okay. I don't know. Yeah, what are I your suggestions? Heard, maybe, maybe Denise heard it differently than I did or someone else did. That's just what I'm recollecting. And I just. I, oh, I'm yes. just. I'll go ahead, Denise. I'm sorry, I don't mean to interrupt. Yes, he did mention that he wanted to speak with her, but also when we discussed the agenda, you had mentioned that you wanted to, I sent you the information about the uh, possibility of voting, but we did not add that to the agenda. But I can amend the agenda if the commission approves and add that, if you like. 
So, so would we, 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 we'll have to vote on whether we want to vote and then do that in new business, correct? We can, yes. That, that's, what, that's, what, that's what we should probably do because I, I think that's probably the best way. So now I have nothing there, but I do have a transportation report, and that is there is none. I gave it for I gave it last month. Our uh, the transportation commission had their meeting on the thirteenth or fourteenth. It was week before ours, and I did a report on two of the uh, meetings. And the commission, uh, the uh, transportation commission meeting again resumes at its normal time at seven o'clock tonight. So you'll get a report from them, uh, of course. It's going to be a month old by then, but it's the normal schedule. And if there's no other questions, we'll move on to Kathleen Mozak with uh, Commissioner Mozak with the uh, U of M Dis uh, Commission on Disability Concerns report. Larry, that's um, that's my role at this time. Yeah. Oh, that's um, right. That's right. That's right. I forgot. I didn't. I just saw the thing there, and I I knew that you had taken it over. But Kathleen, Commissioner Mozak had been doing it for so long that um, okay, Commissioner Solomon, take it over. <laughs> she deserved a break. Um, so yeah, no, she does. But you know, you get so used to. She's been so good at it. I'm sure you will too, though. Uh, um, uh, it's a tough act to follow, but um, the meeting was held on January the 10th, and these meetings are on Zoom. They're open to all. Anyone can attend. I think at least one of our commissioners was also in attendance virtually. The bulk of the presentation uh, was, the bulk of the meeting was taken up by a presentation from Jessica McQuaig who has been kind of the head of a pilot program called LSA Disability Navigators. So this is a three-year pilot. Uh, this is year two. And this Disability Navigators program essentially kind of coordinates services for employees uh, who have disabilities. And a number of programs are available. Accessible meeting support is available through this office. They are able to offset additional travel costs for UM employees who have work-related travel that involves, let's say, ADA rooms on site uh, or additional accommodations on an airplane flight. So this is kind of a kind of catch-all for how to address um, the needs of disabled employees. Uh, this is year two of that three-year program. It's hard to say what will happen after that pilot, but she reported in pretty good detail about some of the successes that they've achieved in that three-year program. On their agenda, is a kind of comprehensive look at UM facilities <coughs> with an eye toward accessibility um, to try and take a really comprehensive look 
at the spaces, at the architecture, you know, all aspects of buildings and grounds with uh, an accessibility lens and tied to that emergency preparedness um, with the needs of disabled members of the community in mind. So those those are agenda items that they plan to undertake, are undertaking. And that is the sum of my report. Okay. Um, just you left a left a second for questions in case anybody wanted questions. Um, Happy to take does, any questions. Yeah. Yeah, I left a space, but nobody. Any questions for uh, Commissioner Solomon? And I mean, I now would, we have. Oh, go ahead. I would just add a kind of personal commendation for this program. I've benefited as a UM employee, and I think it's tremendous. I, I hope it expands. I hope it is built upon. I hope it serves as a model for other institutions because I think, in my experience, speaking only from my experience, you know, to have people whose dedicated job it is, it makes a tremendous difference. And then they can address the needs of individual employees. They can work in a very collaborative fashion. So I don't know if this is out there at other institutions, but it's a, I think an extremely promising model moving forward. I don't know if some element of that model might be thought about in terms of the position that's being created for Ann Arbor to think you know, more flexibly, to think more nimbly about how to serve the community outside of some you know typical bureaucratic structures so i would really urge um, the members of this commission that are involved with the creation of that position to investigate what's going on with these navigators because i think they've hit upon some really i don't know what the data shows but I think they've kind of created a model that is much more effective. Again, talking to people, disabled employees at U of M who've been deeply dissatisfied by, you know, how their needs are being served in the past through various bureaucracies, various kind of obstacles here and there. Um, I would really urge we could be on the cutting edge as a city to really address the needs of our community, but we have to think differently in terms of structure, in terms of employees who understand that role is not to sit at a desk and like go through something, but to really, you know, follow up, to communicate with individuals, to assess, to investigate, to activate different parts of the city, to address these needs. I mean, that's one thing that they're very successful about. They connect you with the IT people. They connect you with buildings and grounds. They connect you with, it's very effective because it becomes a kind of clearinghouse that is geared to the needs of the individual. And if Ann Arbor could create something like that, I think it would be such a win for the city and such a kind of showpiece of, here's how we are serving our community. We're 
dealing with snow removal because we're coordinating these offices. We're dealing with parking. We're dealing with, so I would love to see somebody in that position who took this kind of navigator role more so than, you know, my job description is X, here's what I'm going to do. So, yeah. Commissioner Foster has her hand up. Excuse me, Commissioner Foster has her hand up. Yes, I was wondering if they work alongside with Michigan Vocational Rehabilitation because they do similar things. I'm wondering if they work hand in hand. I don't know specifically about their interactions with that office, but I suspect that they will work with whoever is appropriate for the disability in question, right? Whether that be ergonomics, whether that be my sense is that um, they're going to work with whoever within the institution that is appropriate for addressing the needs of that individual. Um, I don't get the sense that it, you know, extends to the medical system, that it extends to all parts of the UM system. But for what they're doing, I'm not aware of any model like this, and I find it very promising. Thank you. Councilmember Ghazi has Ghazi Edwards has her hand up. Uh, thank you, Commissioner, for that for that report. You know, we are familiar. I, I also reviewed the accessibility coordinator job description that got released from U of M. And we're using both them and resources from the Office of Disability Affairs in Detroit to other organizations and resources that have created similar positions. But again, feedback is always welcome. You know, something that you said struck me around, um, it's not just about creating one person who is like a champion for disability everywhere because it's impossible, right? It's impossible. It has to be a systems change. So in working on this, we've started talking about things like a Ann Arbor Disability Ambassadors Program or something. So part of this person's responsibility will be how do I create disability just infrastructure that can like, you know, get into every single department? Um, how do I think about accessibility from staff lens, from people who want to engage with us, from people who have not engaged with the city yet? So, for example, you know, one of the constituent complaints that I forwarded to all of you was someone who's approached me several times. Um, they have a mobility disability and about how they can't access city council meetings. So even helping the city to assess is civic engagement for our residents with disabilities or otherwise, is it even possible? <clears throat> We're structured, right? Physically infrastructured, our policies and whatnot. So we are, we're, we're getting information and doing research from all different places. And if you have more input, please pass it along and I can share it with the team developing. The job yeah, I would like to share the contact for the LSA UMICH Disability Navigators. I couldn't find a way to put it in the chat here, but yeah, it's it's different great. than the two other entities you already named. Mm -hmm. And I think it's worth having a conversation to think about in relationship to this job description. Mm -hmm. um, uh, maybe 
I can email you the link or if there's a way that to share the link. Or maybe you can email it to everyone so everyone can see it. Um, but yeah, that would be great. And, you know, this disability ambassadors program I've been thinking about would be <laughs> training the commission members. He said everywhere. Unlike you need to be the person on the front lines who says, hey, we need to talk about accessibility when we talk about this transportation issue or housing issue. And if they don't have information, bringing the right information in. But I know what U of M is doing is pretty groundbreaking. So that can also inform this process and should. I do think some education is needed within the city council. And I think again, you're kind of our lifeline for that. But I think it's incumbent upon more of our elected officials to educate themselves about this part of their constituency. And uh, if there are ways that we can urge or welcome them to really gain some knowledge here, I think it's the time has come. Yeah. And we hope for that to also be a charge of this role. I, I'm hesitant about like saying, and this one person will do everything. Right. And also like, helping the city think about how does this, how can this be included in existing infrastructure, like the DEI, or I'm sorry, the Director of Organizational Equity that we just created. How may disability us interface with the Human Rights Commission, right? Um, so yeah, these are all, these are all important things, but um, yeah, this is great. This is really great feedback. Okay, next is the personnel uh, city personnel report with our with Denise and everybody knows Denise without Denise we'd uh, have a tough time of it. So <laughs> go ahead, Denise. Personnel update. Um, Nicholas Bailey is welcoming to the engineering as a civil engineer. Adarius Bryant, Park and Recreation. Service Deputy Manager, Darius Barrow, Engineer, Transportation Technician, James Burton, <laughs> Wastewater Treatment Service, Water Utility Technician, Alexander Cronin, 15th District Clerk, Kevin Holloway, Public Works Technician, Joseph Kennedy III, Housing Commission, Facility Maintenance Technician, Christopher Martinson, Water Treatment Services Environmental Lab Analyst, Corey Mojo, Housing Commission Application Specialist, a retirement farewell to David Dykeman, Engineer Civil Engineering, Janelle Hansen, Police Detective, Jeanette Jerome Zakaya, Police Senior Officer, and Douglas Martell, police senior officer. That's it for me. Wow, they give us a lot of uh, changes for the new year, don't they? Yes. A lot of people. Now, and does anybody know whether Zach left a chair report? He did not send it to me. He didn't send it to me, so I'm going to assume since he isn't here and he didn't tell either of us about it that there is none right. and 
and, 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 and you know, if there's anything he'll, I'm sure he'll update us next month or he's good at putting out stuff sooner than that too. So. Okay. Now we're moving on to old business and that, uh, the draft resolution is up on old business. I see it here. Any questions there? Or, or any discussion on this, the, the resolution? To, uh, I think that's the one to send us to the uh, best practices to city council as a resolution. Are we, what are we doing um, about that? Um, Commissioner Gossage has his hand up. Okay, yeah. Commissioner, Commissioner Gossage, go for it. Thank you. Uh, this is Alex. Um, I, I think we have talked about holding off until we had our meeting uh, with Laurel, and that'll be next month now. I also thought I heard from the council members say that they are planning to redo that sidewalk. Did I hear that correctly? Can you specify which sidewalk? Uh, the what you mentioned it earlier, and I'm forgetting the name. I'm forgetting the um, the crosswalk. The crosswalk, now. the Arbordale crosswalk. Yeah, yeah, that is in the works. Okay, so it sounds like at the moment we don't necessarily need to continue with uh, with anything. So I don't know. I mean, I'd, I'd be happy to take this off of or, or to re remove this resolution from the agenda, so we don't have to go back to it each and every month. Or uh, we could leave it on there and, and and I guess address it again after our conversation next month if we would like. I'm flexible. So if you want to remove it from the agenda until the uh, so, so you want to remove it from the agenda until uh, it's resolved in committee or through um, through uh, our communications with City Council and with Laura, um, you want to uh, re, uh, re, uh, remove this until we decide it's necessary. And if we decide it's necessary, bring it back. I so mean, that makes would sense to me. I, I just didn't want to have to, to recover it every single month or have to have it on the agenda if, if there's not a need for it at the moment. So, I, I mean, I'm happy to do that, or if folks would rather just leave it there as a placeholder for the well, time I being. Would, I'm happy to shelve it as well. So, um, I would call for a vote. We'll, we'll table it until uh, I would. I, I technically, I don't think I can motion, but I would. I would have somebody move something to the effect of, um, well, uh, this is tabled until further um, input through uh, through uh, the proper channels. Or, or table, table for tabled, tabled for review. How's that? Okay, that sounds perfect. All right, um, I'll make that motion. I'll Will there be a second? I'll second it. All in favor? Signify by saying aye or raising your hand. Raising your hand. Aye. 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 Opposed? Motion carried. We'll see this item. If, if we see this item, it'll be when it's, uh, when we have a little more prepare, uh, preparedness and, and know what we're going to do with it. 
Um, any other old business? Um, new business? Any new business? And um, you know, I just wanted to ahead. share a brief. I just wanted to share a brief update. You know, I sent you all kind of a list of some constituents who have disability-related con concerns. Um, one was around paratransit and same-day reservations being offered by AAA. <laughs> Um, another was a yeah. veteran with a disability about uh, property tax exemption. And I believe the third was about inability to access a city council meetings. So these are all issues that I'm following up on. I am going to meet with, uh, I believe his name is Matthew Carpenter, the CEO of AAA TA. And I just want to get a little bit more information about um, when some of these paratransit services may be reinstated. I know that due to staff and capacity, they ended during COVID, but with a millage and whatnot, I just, I want to learn some more. So I'll come back and report what I learned from that. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Now I guess the, the other item of new business that we could talk about is should we vote or should we should we vote for uh, to send uh, potential, uh, potential Commissioner Radcliffe's um, application in to the mayor's office, or should we wait for Zach to um, talk to him? Because I, my understanding was that we were going to put it, we were going to vote to get it done so we could get it processed as soon as possible, because I know it takes. Uh, the mayor's got to look at it, and then it's got to be sent to city council twice. Is that correct? Before it's actually approved. Yes. And so I don't know. I mean, I'm trying to be above board with this a little more because the sometimes the recruiting process has been a little strange. We've seen people come on that all of a sudden we've we've never heard of until they show up. <laughs> And we've seen, you know, all, all different sorts of things go on. So my my thought was to to vote on that. But if um, you guys, if people are uncomfortable with the fact that uh, our chair may have said she wanted he wanted to talk to her some more, um, we could table that till next month. But I'm wondering if that's necessary. I, I vote to um, table it because it's good to have the meeting first before we do something, because what if something changes and we have to go backwards? You know, I mean, I think that since we're having a meeting, we, we should wait until after the meeting to send it. Ah. Uh. Okay. So would someone move to vote on the issue of whether to vote for the uh, to vote whether to vote or um, the 
Could I move that we table uh, this till the return of the prodigal Damon? Ah, uh, okay. Is that acceptable? You, or I don't need to move you, it. Yeah, you moved. moved. You moved. Would there be a second? Yes, I second it. Yes. All in favor, say aye. Or aye. raise your hand. Or be aye. 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 Well, I guess, did, did the motion carry? Yes. I, I, since I can't see what's going on there, I just needed to know if the motion carried. Okay, so that would mean that we'll yes. review. Well, uh, I'll send uh, our chair a message and see if he wanted to talk and talk to her. And uh, we will put this on the, we will put, uh, make sure that we put this on the uh, agenda for next month so that she will be able to get on as soon as we can possibly get her on after the, everybody agrees. Um, uh, any more new business? I'll oh, go ahead. Commissioner Solomon has his hand up. Oh, I just wanted to follow and, up and and also make clear to the candidate, you know, that this isn't about further vetting. It's not about any kind of interview process. It's just about looping in our chair to make sure that we're all on the same page. So I have no reservations whatsoever about this candidate. I just want to be sure that our chair is looped in. Um, procedurally, I just for me, that's important to make clear. What, and once she's on the commission, she'll be stuck. <laughs> we'll stick her with stuff as soon as she's on there. So you might have to hold off another minute, but she'll be stuck. <laughs> Any other new business? No other new business? Would there be any announcements? Of course, the only announcement I have is that uh, our transportation meeting, again, I, I announced it earlier, but that is this evening at seven. So everything's starting up normal there. And uh, that's all I have. Any, any, any other announcements? No, I don't see any. All right. Well, um, would someone like to move to adjourn? I move that we adjourn. I'll second. All in favor? Aye. 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 <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, Talk to you guys, talk to everybody soon, and you have a good uh, beginning of the year. Today's starting out pretty busy for me, so I hope everybody gets to relax. Mm -hmm. A little bit, yeah. anyway. Thank you, you all, Larry. for coming. Take have care. a nice evening.